Alrighty. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, we had a few podcast guests, very special guests, fall ill and didn't wasn't able to make it today. Oh, the co-host included. <laughs> including our dear co-host, Cooper Mace Wilson. He'll be missed. Um, luckily, you stepped in here for me and you came in clutch. I'm excited to get this podcast rolling with you. This is I'm excited. My wife, Bracken. She's awesome and she's uh, she's a homie, as they say. I try my best. So I want to get into this podcast right now, Bracken, talking about something we were just talking about in the car, and it actually frustrates me. It angers me. Um, we we're talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, and I think my hate for her has grown exponentially due to this night. I did not know pretty much, I would say 80% of her songs have to do with ex-boyfriends. Well, that's basically her brand. Like, Well, what a terrible brand to have. <laughs> Let's go exploit all my boyfriends. Well, Ooh, and I'm gonna make she's trying to be relatable to girls who are getting out of relationships. Well, here's the way I take it, okay? So she... Okay, what's, can we just do some name dropping very quick? What are some of the guys she's written songs about? Jake Gyllenhaal, Harry Styles, Taylor Lautner. Um, oh, there's a big one I'm missing. John Mayer. Yeah, that's who I was talking John about Mayer. earlier. Um, John Mayer and Calvin Harris. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. She's written songs about all these fellas. Mm-hmm. So this is what I think her mind is. I'm going to date... Some of the biggest names in entertainment, be a psycho biatch, <laughs> and then make them look psycho by exploiting them in a song and make millions of dollars. That's the way I'm looking at this situation. You can tell me if I'm wrong or if you don't share the same opinion. I wouldn't be surprised if some of her strategic creativeness is she purposely gets in and out of relationships in that's, order to have ideas. That's exactly what I'm saying. So. Are we on the same page then? I think so. So do Except you, for I don't have the hate for her that you have. Well, do you think it's moral to do that? No, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. What does she gotta do? It's what she, it's how she is. It's what, what the, what her clients like. But do you think it justifies exploiting boyfriends to make millions of dollars? I mean, I guess we don't really know what's true or not true about this, about what she's saying. That's true. Because maybe she accidentally just chooses psycho guys. That's true. And then just exploits them because they're crazy. That her psycho guys are, or the guys are yeah, crazy? Yeah, it could go either way. Either she's crazy or they're crazy, or it could be both of them are crazy. Yeah, well, I think if you're famous and you're in that industry, you also got to be crazy. Probably. In some way. Well, I think you have to have some sort of like crazy mind in order to... Be that creative, I guess. Oh yeah. So, like, think I don't think I don't think someone with just a normal brain could come up with things well, like. Well, think of that damn Van Gogh guy. Yeah. That guy was not. I mean, back in the day, there's no way he was normal. Cut no. his damn ear off. Exactly. I'm thinking of the right guy. And yeah. Sent it to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So Van Go- or Taylor <laughs> Swift is the modern day Van Gogh. Do you yeah. think she could ever get to the point of cutting her ear off and sending it to like Jake Gyllenhaal, for example? Mm, probably not. You don't think she? I don't capable? think she'd cut her ear off, like. What if she had some numbing agents? See, I feel, like she, I feel like she'd go a different route in pettiness. Like what? Writing a song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So, 
let me ask you this. I, I hate to talk about Taylor Swift this much, but I'm going to ask you again. Okay. Another question about Taylor Swift, and I want your opinion. Do you think, do you think the music she's making nowadays is good? I will always be an old Taylor Swift fan. Throwing away old Taylor Swift. Don't even think about old Taylor Swift. If you were to listen to Taylor Swift today without any any knowledge of the old Taylor Swift, would you like her music or would you not? I would like it, but I don't think I'd love it. Does that make sense? Because it's not my genre of music I listen to specifically, but I do like some of her new songs. I think, it's my theory here, I think if you were to throw away the old Taylor Swift where no one even remembered her, I think no one would like her new music. Maybe I not. think people only like her new music because of who she is. Yeah. Well, that's like all the Swifties. They basically will support her and do whatever. And what'd, she... you, call, what'd you call the Swifties earlier today? A little bit of a cult. <laughs> a little bit of a cult. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. They're very, they're very diehard fans. Are you a diehard fan? No. <laughs> I'm a diehard fan. I'm a Swifty dog. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's the biggest lie you've ever said. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's true. You lie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to New York this week. Yes. Two days. Two days. With the fan. It'll be Creighton's first time in New York. First time in New York. What are you most excited for in New York? Hmm. Probably the 9-11 Museum. Hmm. I've been there before. I don't know. It's just an awesome museum. Awesome. Yeah. What are you most excited for? Well, there's a few things. There's an assortment. I'm excited for the 9-11 Museum. Yeah. Um, super excited. I'm also excited of a thing that I discovered today. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm sitting at work today, and Craven calls me, just out of nowhere, and I'll, what did he say? You're like, I have the best news. Yeah. There's Portuguese bakeries <laughs> in New York. <laughs> Not only port, there's like billions, dog. There was a lot. You sent me the maps, and there was I all over the place. I sent you the maps. How many there were? So I'm excited to go try some in New York. We're gonna taste test them. Yeah, try some Portuguese delicacies. See if they're actually as good as Portugal's. Yeah. Which I, I want to know since I've never well, been there, but well, I've been there, so I'll, I'll tell you if they are or not. And you're gonna try a pastel de nata. And it's so good. It's called, I think, like, I was looking at the menus of these places, and they're calling them, like, a Portuguese egg tart. But, I mean, essentially, that's what they are. Is that what I tried at the Brazilian Fest that one time? No, no, that's called something. Okay. It's basically, like, Mexican flan. Gotcha. Maybe, kind of. I've never had Mexican flan, but it looks the same. Yeah. So it's not, like, the egg-like texture? Well, it's kind of like that, but it's, like, it's it's got a little bit of a different consistency. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, more of a bread? No, it's hmm. still like a pudding. Gotcha. Kind of thing. It's like creme brulee. Okay. Inside of a flaky crust that just melts in your mouth. I don't know how I feel about that. Why? I don't know. I don't like pudding in the bread combination. It's not soggy. Okay. At all. I have a thing. It's, I hate soggy crispy. bread. So. It's crispy. Okay. Very flaky and crispy. Um, yeah, Bracken doesn't like soggy things. I hate soggy bread. Okay. She won't eat cereal, really. Okay, well, I'll eat cereal as long as you just, like, drizzle the milk over the top of yeah, it. Yeah, you're a Because, psycho. no, if it gets too soggy, <laughs> it's disgusting. She won't eat sandwiches that have pretty much any sauces on it. Why? Because I don't like the texture of soggy bread. Do you like the t- texture of soggy anything? 
Oh, like, what else is soggy? Like, what else? Pie. I like pie. What about when it gets soggy? I've never had soggy pie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's mostly just, like, bread-like substances that get soggy. But do you soggy. like bread pudding? You um, like bread pudding. I like bread we pudding. had bread pudding. Yeah. I was surprised I liked bread pudding. It's I was so very good. hesitant about it. Oh my it. gosh, it's so good. I tried it the first time with you and your mom made it that one time. And did you just die and go to heaven? I mean, it was honest. good. It was good. I want to say it was my favorite dessert, but What's it was favorite, good. What's your favorite, then? Cheesecake. What about soggy cheesecake? There's no soggy <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> I'm sure you could find soggy cheesecake. Yeah, maybe if you drown it in water. Maybe like at Walmart, probably sells soggy cheesecake or the Dollar maybe. Tree or something. Yeah, what would soggy cheesecake be like, though? Because it's already a wet consistency. Probably just like... Like mushy cheesecake? Like cheesecake in a blender. So like, yeah, mushy, mushy cheesecake. Or like cheesecake that's been sitting in the sun. I don't know, I feel like it'd still be good, it's cheesecake. If it was sitting in the sun? I don't know, it'd just be a little melty, like be more soft. <laughs> you realize that's like putting milk in the sun. Oh, that's true. Or cheese in the sun. Cream cheese in the sun. <laughs> okay, you're right. So you'll, so you'll eat cream cheese. Okay, but if I had to choose... You'll eat cream cheese. If I had to choose between cream cheese in the sun... It's soggy bread. I choose the cream you cheese in the sun. crazy, because one of them is good, and one of them will make you physically <laughs> ill. And that's cream cheese in the sun. <laughs> well, how long is it in the sun for? Because I'm thinking Enough like... Enough to get melty. Okay, I'm thinking like 15 minutes. Still. Yeah, if it was, in, if it was sun, in the sun for 15 minutes, I'd still eat it. Really? Yes. Okay. I respect your choice. Okay. I don't agree with you. You can hold me to that. I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't respect your soggy cereal. Why not? It's disgusting. <laughs> I like soggy cereal. So I, I know you I, let it sit there and it's nasty. I know I like it soggy. It goes down. And it's the, just a waste of milk. No, it goes down the gullet better. Like do you know how much milk you waste by making a bowl of cereal and like making it super soggy I don't waste and full? Because I drink it all. Still, you could have the same exact thing by putting just like a little bit of milk but, uh, on it. Is it wasting if I enjoy it and drink it all? I say yes because then you have to just buy way more milk. We literally. And I'm the one who grocery shops here. I'm pretty sure it comes. Out of both our bank accounts. Still. All you do is online <laughs> shop. And you do pickup order. Hey, pickup has changed my life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And we don't even drink milk. Yeah, we just have almond milk. Almond milk. I love almond milk. And coconut milk. And coconut milk. I used to be a big milk guy. I've never really been that into milk. I'm talking gallon a week myself. Mm, I can see that. You yeah. are that type of guy. You were in high school, weren't you? What, a fat ass? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just that same guy who's like, oh, milk, I gotta drink a whole gallon a week. No, it's because I genuinely enjoyed milk. I hmm. genuinely enjoyed milk. I, like, let's say I'm eating a nice, delicious, gooey chocolate chip cookie. I enjoyed the milk after the cookie more than the cookie. Hmm. I really did. That's disgusting. Um, why? I just think of, like, soggy cookie crumbs in the milk. Okay. <laughs> But I don't dip it. I just it. Oh. It's a chaser. Gotcha. I was thinking like Oreos. It's like, if you drink, and like... It's like if you drink vodka, you need a chaser. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's like that. It's like the milk is the chaser to my cookie. Gotcha. So my on my mission, I, milk got ruined for me. I don't like milk anymore. Um, because in on my mission, we'd buy milk like on the shelf. Mm. It was just it was gross. Yeah. I don't know, just the thought, the smell. I don't know. It, it's not like it's not. It's like milk. You'd get for like food storage gotcha Does that makes sense yeah like it's not i don't know like what it they, won't go bad not being in the fridge but in the fridge so that I mean it's like super like 
filled with chemicals so it doesn't well, go Well, I don't know because then if you look at like milk here in the United States, they add tons of sugar to yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. So like it, maybe I didn't like it there because it didn't have sugar. I don't know. But yeah, that's true. Long story short, it was more raw like, there. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, but I don't like milk anymore and... No, fine with I actually I don't feel like milk. better drinking, not drinking milk. Well, I feel like a lot of people get super sick from like dairy. Yeah. Like even if they're not lactose intolerant, I feel like it just like kind of get an upset tummy. Mm-hmm. Or headaches. Yep. Yeah, or have to spend a lot of time in the toilet. That too. Yeah, that's true. So speaking of sicknesses. I hate sickness. I hate sickness. Graydon doesn't believe in sickness. <laughs> I okay. Well, I'm a big proponent that sickness is 94% of the brain like it comes from the okay I agree with you to an extent I think you could control like what you can do while you're sick but I still think like like for me for example say I'm like I wake up and I'm like I kind of like super congested and I have like a sore throat a lot of people would be like oh I'm so sick I'm staying in bed and it would make it worse because they're not being active and they're just like sitting there and letting the sickness like soak in more but like I feel like if you wake up like that and you like go about your day and do stuff, it helps it go away. Yeah. But you're still like wake up with that. Okay. Symptoms. Okay, I gotta put this out there too. This is not this is not going out to our 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 guest that we're supposed to have on today. You know who you are. <laughs> um, this is not discounting your sickness at all. This is just how I feel. I here's where I I see what you're coming from. Actually, I think I I I'd agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. I think. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Hunter. No, thinking about it right now, I agree with you completely. Here's where I, I don't get sick. I do not get sick. We've been dating for close to a year now. Well, we're married now, but <laughs> we've been, um, what would you say? Like, together. We've been together for almost a year now. Yeah. Um, if you don't count high school. If you don't count high school. I'll get into that <laughs> Um, But let me ask you this. Wait, I just lost my train of thought. You're talking about you don't get sick ever. Oh, yes. Except in the brain, obviously. I forget shit every single time. But I don't get sick. I've, I've gone... Have you known me to get sick the whole time we've been together? You've been sick like one time. And what? But you didn't like... You just kept going out and doing everything because you had mono. Oh, I did have mono. <laughs> That's right. Which you couldn't control it. But you controlled how you acted But I controlled it. how I went about with it, right? Yes, you weren't like the I person... I me down. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Because some people really, like, they barely have, like, a faint cough, and they act like they're dying. Right. So that's, here's my thing, like, um, dude, just be tough. I say, I hate, I hate <laughs> this. I say it to my, my beautiful, gorgeous wife probably twice a day, yeah. don't I? I'm kind of a Well, like, chance. passively, aggressively telling me to be tough. Like, we were moving the, <laughs> we were just moving these dang sectional couches that we sit on, or not even, they're just little, big these chairs. These chairs. <laughs> oh, man. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but we were just moving these chairs and she stubbed her toe. And she was like... Yeah, hurt. And I said, ow. And I just be tough. And Come on. You guys know, like, if you stub your toe, that hurts. No, it does. <laughs> I probably would have been swearing on the ground. It's okay. But whenever I do anything like that, he just goes, I'll just do it myself. And That's then... true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Just be tough. You didn't even give me the option to be tough. I also said if we don't have sons, I'm I'm screwed. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't um, but you've already said you feel like you're just gonna be a girl dad. So. No, I've had that feeling forever. I really think we're just gonna have daughters. Mm-hmm. 
Which I'm fine with. It scares me, which but it also excites me. Little. You'd be a good girl dad though. Like, eat, like your mom even said that the other day. Did she? Yeah. When? Uh, was yeah. I there? No, me and her were going to get like a Biscoff cookie from huh? Soda Mix. I think. Oh, gotcha. Oh yeah, which is hella good. They are good. Anyway, yeah, I, I felt this way for a long time that I'm gonna be a girl dad. So, which means the fashion name will die out. Will die out with me. But I think we'll have a son too. We'll see. I'm not gonna keep having kids till we have a son, if that's what you're saying, because <laughs> I refuse. Well, we can adopt. Good. Well, I'm not opposed to it. Me neither. At all. Um. Oh my gosh, having kids will be nuts. <laughs> Hopefully, Cooper will have kids before us. He probably will at the rate he's at. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I feel like if Cooper did get married within, like, the next year, I still think he would have a kid before us. Really? Yes. What makes you think that? Oh, just how he is. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I feel like he's a lot more, like, traditional. Like, I feel You like, think Cooper's more traditional? Like, when it comes to, like, our culture? No way. I think so. Like, he'd get married, and I feel like... He'd just have a kid. Like, I feel like his wife would just have a kid and be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I feel like Cooper's just going to do whatever his wife says. Yeah. I can see that. He is a pushover. He's a pushover. Yeah. Which probably is one of the reasons we, like, get, we get to get, get along that's so true. well. Because he takes my shit so well. But don't you feel like that? Like, I feel like he's no. always like kind of like the next step of life. Yeah, I think so. He's very fast-moving. Exactly. He's very fast-moving. Like, like, once he kind of like decides on something, he just kind of does it. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I, that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. Which I'm fine with. I hope he has a kid before us. Yeah. Probably will. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. I hope I'm the godfather. Why don't we do that in our culture? Why can't we have godfather parents? I don't know. I feel like some people still do it. I think we should. Like, I know in my family, like, they assigned, like, an aunt and uncle, like, my... So who are you assigned to? Like, our whole... I think all of us. I think when we're little, this might be a complete lie, and I might be making this up in my head. Might be talking out of your ass? Yeah. But I swear I remember my mom telling us when we were little, like, if something happened to, like, my mom and dad, we'd go, like, with Jimmy and Heidi. Okay. That'd be fun. So, just because we were closest, really, to those cousins growing up, so it Makes made sense. most sense than, like, randomly going to, like, really any of the other aunts and uncles. Just because yeah. none of their kids are really close to our age. That makes sense. Huh. So... At least that's why I was just told. I don't know if it's the same thing as like Godfather or if it's just like making arrangements it's just in much case. It's like but... Godfather without the name. I yeah. Think. Interesting. Who would our Godfather and Godmothers be? Probably Brad and Angelina Pitt. I'm sure they'd do that for us. Well, they're not together. But... Oh, that's awkward. Our daughters can go to Angelina. <laughs> Brad could take the sons. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I want to say something very quick. Um, if there's, there's a guy, if you guys are looking for a show to watch, check out Good Girls. Um, I was skeptical at first, purely off the name. I'm like, I'm not watching a show <laughs> called Good Girls. Hey, he won't even watch Mean Girls, so. I will not watch Mean Girls. I will not watch. But what, I will be forcing him to watch that watch this that next week. I'll not watch that show you talk about. Bring either. it on. Bring it on. Hey, Bring It On is like a classic, though. No, it's not. It is. No. It's like a classic early 2000s movie. It's a classic piece of shit. No, it's, you haven't even seen it, so you can't judge it. The one I you watch one scene from it. Yeah, but I'm judging it. <laughs> you can't because the whole movie is not even that like scene. that scene. I don't care if they're willing to put a scene <laughs> in like that. It's a dream. A nightmare. 
Yeah, she woke up freaked out. Why? Because at the end, no, you didn't see the end of the scene. The very end of that scene, the main character ends up being like naked in front of the whole school. Okay, you're just proving my point. (laughs) Well, it's like the same dream that most people have, like of showing up to school naked. That's the exact dream she had. I never had the dream as a cheerleader naked. Well, you weren't cheerleader, so no, I cheered. You did not cheer. I know rebound number seven. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You don't know it because none of the cheerleaders knew it. Yeah, this is what. (laughs) What was that rebound actually called? Uh, like rebound number four. I okay, think. so all if, if I doubt there's any Salem Hills cheerleaders <laughs> listening to this right now. I really doubt it. But if you are, rebound number four sounded like this. Rebound number four. <laughs> it was the biggest commotion in the world. It sounded like they had firecrackers in their freaking shoes or something. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of coordination and yeah. So what we did, <laughs> uh, what I did with me and my buddies, we we created rebound number seven to completely mock. Rebound number four. And it caught on better. We did it better than... Just fair. We'd practice that rebound all the time. And for some reason, girls just could not get it. <coughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was rough. I will I will diss on the cheerleaders for that one. That was a rough cheer. You can diss on them all you want. That is very true. I could. Anyway. I'll... Good for y'all. You cheerleaders are great. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys work hard. I will say, cheerleaders work their ass off. Here's a hot take. Okay, let's hear it. Do you think cheerleaders are more discriminated against by the school board than any other sport? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the shit football players get away with is ridiculous. As cheerleaders, we were told we weren't even allowed to kiss our boyfriends in our uniform, or we could be suspended from games. Yeah. No, I... No, cheerleaders... They definitely get the short end of the stick on a lot of things. Yeah. Like, if you're going to play a major sport and you're good, you could do whatever the hell you want. I'm not going to name drop here. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking you about. Can, I mean, it's just not fair. It is not fair. But, yeah, I think so. Cheerleaders mm-hmm. get, get shizzed on. Well, it's because um, they're the face of the school. And so, yeah. I remember, yeah, our coach, my very first year, was just all very... You guys can't do this in your uniform. You can't do that in your uniform. Yeah, basically, if you're in oh. your uniform, you had to be a perfect little angel. I mean, I can see it. I mean, you're representing the school. Yes, yeah, like, obviously, you shouldn't go out in the parking lot and, like, smoke weed and drink in your uniform. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair, but, I mean... <laughs> but, like, taking just... a kissing picture with your boyfriend after the game? Yeah. She and... said everyone would think... They, they would consider that, like, they see one picture... Of you kissing your boyfriend, they'd be like, oh, the cheer team is full of sluts. Yeah. Well, here's <laughs> this, Brad. The thing is with cheer, it's literally made for people to look at you. Yeah. If you were a cheerleader, you are being, for lack of a better term, prepared to be looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, you're wearing short skirts. You're wearing flashy colors. You have your hair all done. You're wearing sparkly little flashy things <laughs> in your hands. Pom-poms. Pom-poms. <laughs> you, and you're standing in front of a crowd. You are literally made to be looked at. And that's kind of one of the reasons I have a hard time with cheer. Yeah. Like, I just don't like the idea of like, okay, look at me. I'm going to get as pretty as I can, dress as little as I And I understand why cheerleaders dress like that for mobility reasons. I get, I get that. But I just have a hard time getting behind the fact that they get dressed like that. They look like that just for people to look at them. So how are you going to feel when your daughters are cheerleaders? Well, they can do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> 100% can do whatever the hell they want. I will support them 100%. Um, 
but I just I just have a hard time with cheer with cheer culture with what cheer is with that being said the things that cheerleaders do astonishes me like tumbling and like the dance choreography amazing Incre- like if you're dedicated and cheered and for that reason and that way you they you deserve 100% of my respect mm-hmm. you go there to wear a short skirt and look dance around and look pretty <laughs> and be a cheerleader to be a... Well, I feel like those are the type of cheerleaders that ruin the team atmospheres, too. Yeah, I think so, too. So... Like, for example, I'm not, like, naming names or anything, but just, like... Yeah, we don't need name drops. There'll be no names drops, but, like, just say, when I was on high school cheer, you could definitely tell there was, like, some girls who were there wanting to compete and, like, do competition. Yeah. And some girls who were there just to look pretty at the games. Yeah, and see, that's... Which then yeah. caused, like, it was hard for, like, competitions, because you could tell, like... Some girls just flat out didn't care. Well, with that being said, too, like I remember in um, high school when the cheer when you guys would go to this competition, for example, in California, yep. and I would remember a lot of cheerleaders saying, "I hope we lose the first day so we can just go to Disneyland." Disneyland. Yep, that's a hundred percent how it was. Everyone so, would be like, "Oh darn, we didn't make it to the finals. Guess who? Well, extra day at Disneyland." Exactly, and that's where I'm like, "Okay, you're not doing this for the right reasons." Yeah. I'm not going to go play sports mm-hmm. because I want to look cool. Well, it just sucked for, like, the girls on the team who were, like, actually trying hard and wanted to do good. And then, like, the girls who just kind of, like, slacked and didn't really care and just kind of yeah. half-assed their way through the whole routine. Right. So it's just, yeah, it's a hard environment. It is. Um, Definitely a diverse group of people. Yeah. I'm sure you can meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. Um, like what you and your mom do with cheer and judging. Like, you guys mm-hmm. judge cheer competitions i'm like and that brings people from all over the place and that's that's a really cool aspect of it yeah right and a lot of times people that go do these cheer the cheer these competitions are doing it because they love the would you call it sport i'll call it sport if you think it's a sport i say comp competitive cheerleading is a sport okay so the people that are going to do competitive cheerleading they're going to they're doing it for the sport Mm -hmm. um like it's for like all-star cheer mm -hmm. they're just they only do competitions yes so for me, that's a sport because all they're doing is training to compete. Right. Like high school cheer, I could see the, the debate in that. Yeah. Especially when you do have like say teams that are mostly full of girls who right. are just there to be in front of a crowd and. Right. Um, that reminds me of something. At our high school, sorry we talk a lot about high school <laughs> in this episode for some reason, but in our high school. We had a thing called Athlete of the Week. And nothing would piss me off more when someone from orchestra or someone <laughs> from or someone band. from band or someone from the debate team won Athlete of the Week. Nothing pisses me off more. Yeah, there definitely than, needed to be like an Athlete of the Week and like an Arts of the Week. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but the, it makes me so mad. It's okay if you're not an athlete. Yeah. It's really okay if you're not an athlete. It's okay if you are an athlete. Well, I think a lot of things pissed me off about our high school. Because I feel like the whole entire thing was it was just trying not to offend anyone. Like, yeah. for example, even at basketball games, we weren't even allowed to, like, the student section was allowed to chant certain phrases because it would offend the other yeah. team. <laughs> so they, the other team would be, like, screaming all these offensive things at us. Yeah. Offensive. I, there and, was, yeah, and there's just so many counterintuitive things that went on. Mm-hmm. I feel like, for example, there was an organization that our athletic pr- program tried to go f- through for a while. 
and I don't want to name any names because I think what they what their their intentions are pure. But basically, it puts athletes in their own program, automatically putting them higher, so that they can be inclusive to others. Right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. This pissed me off. We had a whole week dedicated to this program. Yeah. A whole week for athletes to be put higher than others with the intentions, I'm to doing include. air quotations, to include everyone. Yeah, I know what you're talking really? about. Really? That pisses me off. Because it basically separates all athletes. You're putting the athletes, <laughs> okay, you're saying, to the whole school, okay, these athletes are going to take all you non-athletes under your their wing and they're going to they're gonna let you come sit with them at lunch, blah, 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 which I think is probably have good intentions. Good intentions, but it's making the athletes seem like they're already superior but to every yes, other student in the you're school. You're already assuming and putting athletes higher than non-athletes. And it's just stupid. <laughs> I don't want to say the name of this organization because I don't want to piss anyone off because I have friends that really... Really um, got into it. Really got into this, but it just Which is doesn't good. Like work. It, people it should it be work. inclusive. They should. But you but, shouldn't need a program forcing you to, like, already think you're better than everyone and be like, oh, I'm so cool, I'm going to go invite yes. all these non-cool kids to sit with me at lunch. Or Yeah, and well, here's the thing, too, and this wasn't just our high school's program. This was a big program trying to start in our state. Yeah. And I don't know why more people weren't seeing this. They're literally, I'll just say this, athletes is in the name. Okay. <laughs> It's, it's so counterintuitive. It's insane. It's, I mean, they put on a good like, like I remember the assembly we'd always have for, and it was always like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Like this it was is. Fun. They did like they put on a good production. Is that yeah. The word? Well, are you gonna go as a, let's say you're let's say this let's say you're a band kid let's say you're a prodigy at the violin, or a prodigy at the French horn, mm-hmm. or a great debater, a great artist, and there's a week. Especially, I'll say this, especially dedicated to athletes. And you're one of these kids and you get invited to this assembly that's for everyone. How are you going to feel? Like if you want to be so inclusive and you want to destroy this jock culture, jock and cheerleader culture. Why are you doing it with a program that is especially, I'll just say this, especially made for athletes? Yeah. That's not the answer. It's really That's not true. the answer. Okay, I was super passionate. I was super passionate about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you mentioned school. this to me before. I was, in high school, I was super passionate. I had like all my, and my, a lot of my friends were involved in this. And I was like, you guys are not seeing what this is doing. Yep. Great intentions. I think they have great intentions, but I just, I think they were trying to put athletes in a place where they could feel like they were doing something. Yeah. But they weren't. Well, I think they were like I don't trying think to. think anyone felt touched by e- or this. Yeah. I think they're trying to, like, open athletes' minds, too, of, like, get and out of your, like, because I feel like a lot of, like, teams just, like, hung out with people within right. their teams. Like, cheerleaders hung out with cheerleaders, football players hung out with football players. Point. So I think they were trying to open their, like, like, I think their intention was to open the minds to be, like, expand your friend group. Right. Include so, everyone. So maybe what they need to do is do some rebranding of the name. Yeah, I could agree with that. Maybe what they need to do Like I said, they have great intentions, it just wasn't oh, yeah. executed well. They have great intentions and great um, um, dedication. Mm-hmm. Like I, I very passionate. The guy who runs it, I don't remember his name, but he is an awesome dude. I think mm-hmm. he has great intentions. Actually, I do remember his name. He has great intentions. Super smart. Super hardworking. I just think the name needs some rebranding, and I think 
the way things are going about needs to be different. Maybe just get athletes involved. Yeah. Make it an after school program. Don't make it a whole school whole school week. Yeah. Dedicated to it. Yeah, I, I agree know, with that. That's a very hot hot take, and I'm not trying to dish on anyone that was a part of it. We said it was great it. intentions. Oh, a yeah. lot of people had great intentions from it. And I don't it know just... if it's still going anymore. I don't know. I haven't heard much from it. I mean, we haven't been in high school. Well, I haven't I've been, been high school. school a long time, you haven't so. been high school at four years. I haven't been in high school five years. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know, but hell, that got <sighs> really fired up. <laughs> I'm very passionate. You are passionate. <laughs> He's a very passionate person. Yeah, I, get I don't it. get. I think near as passionate as you do about a lot of things. I don't know. Actually, it depends on no, the subject. No, well, I say you do. It depends, it depends on, the on the subject. subject but you do. That's true. Um, there are some things where I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll take the back seat here and I'll just listen and. I really, I, it's a good thing. You people need to be passion, more passionate about more things. Yeah. And they need to be more passionate about, uh, they need to be, people need to be passionate about things that a lot of people are passionate about. You know, yeah. I think people need to find things to be passionate about. Something that really speaks to their soul. I agree. Um, Everyone should have at least one passion in life. Don't be passionate about the biggest pop Republican leader. Don't be passionate about <laughs> the biggest Democrat leader. Yep. Find other little things that to be passionate about. Mm-hmm. All right. Find something little that you can make bigger. Find something little that you can learn more about. Yeah. Right? And be passionate about that. Why be passionate about Donald Trump? Why be passionate about, you know, there's so many better things to be passionate about. If that is your yeah. passion, all power to you. I like Donald Trump. I think he's a badass. I don't know if I'd vote for him again. I don't really know. I don't, I don't, that's we'll see who's, who's running. <laughs> my point was not to say that. But a passion is find something small to be passionate about. Yeah. Um. Like podcasting, mm-hmm. this is something I've always wanted to do. Not because I want to be famous, not because I want to be cool or think I'm good at conversation or anything like that. It's just because it's something fun. Like I talked, I've been talking about this podcast all day today to you. Yeah, like, he's been so excited. <laughs> and it it could be I could be talking to anyone. I just like the intimate conversation, mm-hmm. and I think it's fun. Yeah, good discussion. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anything else? Should we wrap it up? Could wrap it up. I don't have too much else on my, on my you brain. You are an awesome guest. <laughs> Thanks. I was really nervous coming on here, so. I know. I'm not a very talkative person outside of like, my people. Your people. Yeah, it's true. Like, there's still a lot of Creighton's friends. I'm still warming up to to even be able it's to like true. talk around. I think the only people you've really warmed up to are, uh, Cooper. Yeah. And maybe Jace. I mean, Cooper's like my second husband. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a reverse polygamy type. He's deal. here all the time. He's here every. Day. I think like our first week we were married when we were back here, he came over like every single, every single night. night. Like we didn't have one night just to ourselves. Like I remember there was one time I was like I was serving him. We still had like a lot of our leftover cake. Yeah. And I remember I was like, "Give me." I was like, "Oh, do you want the last piece?" Because he already had had one. Yeah. And I was like, "There's one more." He's like, "Oh, I'll just eat it tomorrow." Like he just already knew he was coming and over, he came over, and he did. So. All right. So, yeah. Good, You're an awesome guest. Cooper. Thank You're you. You're awesome. Thanks for having me on. Let's have you on more often. Okay, I'll try. Let's get a let's get a family podcast going. A family podcast. Me, you and Cooper. <laughs> oh. The, uh, the wife and the brother husbands. Brother husbands. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. I think that's it. Anything else? Yeah, it's all for me. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening, and uh, we'll see. You. We got some awesome, awesome, awesome guests lined up. So our very humble. Our very humble group of listeners, 
be excited for these next these next few It'll weeks. Be good. So there are some good ones. There are some good ones. So I just so. got a new one today. That'll be yep. great. That'll be awesome. And uh, we're excited for him. That'll be yep. cool. All right, guys. Okay. We'll see you. Have a good week.